0: All right, as we prep for week two, we have a lot to discuss, but more importantly, we love when our family grows a little bit bigger. Lawrence Johnson from Locked On VA is here to talk to us about Virginia athletics. Maybe we can get him to say whether or not the Cavs or maybe the Who's are going to win the Coast, so I would love to get his thoughts. There's a lot going on with both sides of our conference. Divisions are certainly trying to stake their claim on who's going to be the best, and Lawrence, I'm sure, has the answer. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today's episode is brought to you by Upside. Download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCK to get $5 or more back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Today's episode is super special because we are adding new hosts to our ACC family. We're getting to talk to Big Law, Mr. Lawrence Johnson himself, out of Locked On VA. He is now covering the Virginia Cavaliers, the Hoos, and all the things, and he is excited to be with us. Lawrence, thanks so much for joining.
1: Thank you for having me, Candice. I'm, I'm uh, really excited to be here. You know, it, it, was, it was really cool, you know, how, you know, how algorithms work. You know, I'm talking like not computer algorithms. I'm talking about human algorithms, you know, because the way I got here is because of what you was talking to one of our mutual friends and it all just kind of worked through the grapevine. And then, you know, then all the magic started happening and that's why I'm here. I appreciate, you know, you uh, 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 looking out and, um, and giving me this opportunity.
0: Of course, and of course, I only give opportunities to guys who are completely qualified, more than qualified, more than well willing to come in and make you make talk about being a local expert with your team every day. So, Lawrence, you gotta let the mm-hmm. people know a little bit about your story. How'd you get started? How'd you get into the game of podcasting, sports radio, all the things?
1: Okay, let's start from the beginning. All right, um, um. Uh original from Hampton Roads. I'm one of the few people who are originally from Hampton Roads. Of course, Hampton Roads being uh, a Navy water town, you know, it's the base. You got a lot of bases around here, so you got a lot of transient moving around, a lot of people coming in and going out, but I am a local from Hampton Roads, and uh, I played here, coached here, taught here uh, on the high school level, taught special education, coached football, coached track, Like i said also played football here locally uh, on the local level and um kind of got into you know like i guess my my gift you know was was teaching and mentoring and uh got into doing that for for some time uh, on the high school level like i said and then um i wanted to you know had an opportunity to get into the corporate world with a really good company and uh, got into the corporate world. Still in the corporate world, but got into the corporate world and uh, started thriving there. But I still had that itch, you know, to teach, to learn, to, you know, instruct. So I wound up uh, uh, working with uh, some family members and some other uh, high-end uh, uh, football coaches, uh, private football coaches, and we and we started uh, 757 Sports Academy. It was one of the more successful, prestigious academies where we would train young men, mentor them, and then give them an opportunity to uh, go to the next level by taking them to different universities for workouts. And also, um, you know, coaches would actually contact us to see, you know, what what do we have, you know, in our academy? And it, it really uh, got popular. It, we got really successful really quick. Um, it the culmination came to to us when we wound up having four or five stars come out of our academy within like three years. Uh, The players were like um, Demetrius Nicholson, uh, Smoke Taequann Mazel, Quinn Blanding, Andrew Brown, uh, uh, Corwin Cutler. Um, I mean, we we had a ton of people. Mark Hall, um, who was also uh, out of – Virginia Beach as well so we wound up having a whole bunch of four and five star kids uh come out of the academy and lead, needless to say that our biggest installation all those players I just named are uh UVA uh players um <laughs> and yeah and they wound up uh you know being good players for, you know for the team um yeah. but you know the team uh kind of did average at best but the players were, were really good players and they were pros uh you know yeah. once they uh transitioned on to the next level so You know, with that being said, when all the the young men had graduated and transitioned up to uh, the college level, it was kind of like a a void there. You know, it was kind of like, all right, we mentored them, we worked with them, work them out and all that. And then it got to a point where it's like, well, um, what's our next step? And I came up with an idea. I said, well, why don't I kind of start a media company? Parents were asking about them, the young men saying, you know, what, you know, uh, what's going on up there? You know, is, is there any reporting for us? Uh, you know, based off of how many kids we had on the team. And I said, well, you know what? I'll start this little media company and I'll go up and I'll try to cover the kids. And, you know, I, I didn't have any experience. Uh, started this little LLC and I wound up speaking to the football AD, and I explained wow. to him I'm from Hampton Roads, have no experience, you know, trying to work into this industry. Uh, and his name is Jim Dave. Shout out to Jim Dave's uh, at the University of Virginia. And he said, this is what I'll do. He said, uh, I'm not going to give you North Carolina. I'm not going to give you Virginia Tech. I'm not going to give you any of the, like, the big games, you know, the out-of-conference games, at like the big games. And he said, I will give you Liberty. I'll give you William & Mary. I will give you, um, you know, uh, Richmond, some of the, uh, you know, smaller robberies, you know, in-state. Mm-hmm. So he wound up um, giving me that opportunity. And I was always tell my my players, you know, whenever you're given an opportunity – you know, it, you always want to kind of do what is called the the, the the letters, like the letter C. Like you want to get a uh, at least a C in class. So we call them the C rules. Show up to, you know, early, you know, so I made sure I was there early. You know, two and a half hours is typically what you want media to be there. So I was there two and a half, three hours early because they designate a seat for you. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you pay attention in class. I made yeah. sure I paid attention. I learned. I met. You know, a lot of people because you're in there with ESPN, Fox, Sporting News, all these people uh, who do it for a living every day. Uh, yeah. Then um, you also um, just have to be responsible, you know, learn the culture of, of the press box and kind of what goes on. And, you know, it, it, it kind of um, I just applied the same C rules. You know, make sure you do all of your homework as well, <laughs> and any extra credit that your teacher gives you, and you'll yeah. get a C in your class. Okay, <laughs> so I did all of these things, and I I I, I think I did okay because yeah. uh, at the end of the year, I went to that same uh, football ad, and I said I I loved it. You know, I felt like I learned a lot. I want to have an opportunity to continue to, mm-hmm. to 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 par- uh, further this partnership, and he said, um, when I you know I'll send out an email to all of the uh, outlets. Make sure when I send it out, you know, you send it in pretty quickly. That way, you know, I'll I'll, I'll reserve you a seat. So now I'm 10 seasons in um, and it's great, man. So it's 10 football seasons, seven basketball seasons, three baseball, no, four baseball and two lacrosse. So, you know, it's just 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 kept growing. So that's kind of how I got into it. And um, just from scratch, just didn't have any knowledge, you know, I mean, besides the barbershop talk.
0: Sure,
1: sure. (laughs) You know? (laughs) But, yeah, so that's kind of how I got into it, and I've been doing it for this long.
0: That's really dope. So, I mean, it's essentially getting out the mud, which is what a lot of guys from 757 do. I will say, I have, like, a soft – Thing for 757 guys. They scare mm-hmm. me a little bit. That's like a, definitely an yeah. offline conversation, but they're, yeah. they're different. They're different yeah. Oh my
1: goodness. Something <laughs> we, in the water, right? Something in the water. Yeah, something in the water down here, for sure. <laughs> yes.
0: I, every time I was at Carolina and the guy would tell me that he's from the 757, I would say, nope. Mm-mm. Okay. Thank you. Next caller. I'm not even going yeah. go that route. It, it's a different breed over there. You got to be prepared. Right. Right. I love that. We, I love that. We, and I love your we, story
1: we call it the seven cities uh you know that's hampton newport news uh, mm-hmm. norfolk virginia beach suffolk chesapeake and yeah. uh what am i missing here suffolk chesapeake um portsmouth so those yes. are the seven cities, 757 that uh, that we represent and all exactly. the little surrounding counties as well. So
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. So I want to get into a little bit of that football talk here. But first, I want to remind mm-hmm. you guys that from cringing at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting us where it all hurts and it really hurts. That's why I started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who wants to buy gas, groceries, or dine out. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. To get started... Download the free Upside app, use promo code LOCKED, and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every single week. That's probably why they have a 4.8-star rating on the App Store. Download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase or of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code LOCKED. So we're rocking and rolling here with Big Law, Big Lawrence Johnson here, who's now covering Locked On UVA, Locked On Virginia Mm -hmm. podcast, all things UVA athletics. And so you were around for 10 years. You saw the Bronco Mendenhall era. You saw how much of a positive trajectory he brought in for Virginia football. And now you have Tony Elliott. What was your immediate reaction when Tony got the nod? And then how have you felt like he's taken his team to the next level, even with that big win last weekend?
1: All right. When Bronco, well, first of all, we we need to understand what Bronco did for this program uh, mm-hmm. before Tony Elliott even was thought about. Because really, mm-hmm. Tony Elliott is an aberration. You know, we were we're not the program that you would think Tony Elliott would go to. But sure. we'll, talk, we'll get to that in a second. But Bronco Mendenhall uh, came from BYU, a highly successful coach uh, mm-hmm. at uh, BYU. Uh, I want to say all of his years coaching there. He had maybe one losing season. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, he, he it, it was just odd that he would come all the way, Mormon coach, you know, Mormon, pretty much Mormon staff, a lot of LDS kids, you know, that he recruits would come all the way from the Rockies and come to mm-hmm. the Appalachians. You know, so he <laughs> came and, you know, uh I guess UVA gave him a good enough package that he was willing to 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 move all the way across the country and try in a completely different culture, you know, sure. than, than, than what he uh, is used to, you know, there in the uh, mountains of uh, the Rockies. So um, BYU, you know, kind of is in his blood. You know, he has mm-hmm. – I think his father played there. His uh, brother played there. Of course, he's coached there for a lot of years. So, you know, for, so for him to make the move to UVA, it's a huge uh, – I want to say culture shock, really. It mm-hmm. is because mm-hmm. the kids I, – I just <laughs> – I'm from Virginia. So, you like you said, it's a little different when we're talking 757, 804, 434. You know, we yeah. start getting to Central Virginia, Northern Virginia. You yeah. know, it's just a, a different animal. All these these mm-hmm. kids, these parents, it's just different. So, right. um, but for him to come here and, uh, uh, and to have success, we actually had success with him um, yeah. the years that he was here. He actually, you talk about getting it out of the mud, he definitely <laughs> pulled. UVA out of the mud, You know, no, yeah. no disrespect to Mike London, love Mike London. He's a great mm-hmm. man uh, of service and uh, is actually coaching at William & Mary, doing a good job there. He mm-hmm. um, came from Richmond. He was a championship coach at Richmond uh, before that. So, But to, to, to pull the University of Virginia football program out of the mud and to, and to make them respectable, uh, yeah. his five years here, uh, we went to three bowl games, could have went to four. Then, of course, the fifth year, uh, he – um or well the first year we didn't go to one because it was just a mm-hmm. tough year you know he was trying to convert the team over and then of course the one COVID year uh we could have went to a bowl and he just said hey let's let the kids go home you yeah know, because you you couldn't travel you had to stay on campus since the summertime you know all yeah. way to the end of football season which is just treacherous for for anybody you know and, yeah and having these young men you know do that for us for the fans for themselves to stay on campus for that long was, 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 was a feat in itself. So, but yeah, but, but, but the change from Bronco, who was just, uh, he's more of a analytical, uh, uh, very uh, straightforward, almost professor-like when he (laughs) talks to you, you know, and, you know, but a great coach, as far as his principles are very uh, hard work oriented, like a lot of high coaches are, but it seems like he's just a little bit harder, <laughs> you, know, and, and he, you know, and how he, you know, how he administers yeah. his uh, his coaching style to, co- to 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 players. I mean, think about this. You know how uh, the players love the individuality of football, and you know when they come in, the bling and all that. There was none of that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you had to, you know, you were in fall practice, you have number, you had to earn your number. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> so your practice was like a blank jersey. Spring, yeah, and spring game too, no numbers. So you had oh, to learn wow. your number. So yeah, it, it was it was hardcore like that with him. So sure. um yeah, so you know, I, when he left, I mean, I think the fan base it, it was probably the for the best for both sides. I think Bronco kind of had his fill. Um mm-hmm. you know, UBA had had uh some uh some things going on with the uh facilities. Their facilities uh you know, based off of what the school is and and you know, the endowment and all that, there wasn't yeah. a uh it didn't match, you know, you right. think, you know, at school, the way that they are and the way that they're set up, they, they would have better uh, facilities. And they didn't. And I think Bronco, so things like that really uh, kind of got to him. So he he, yeah. he left and resigned. And then uh, Carla Wright, the I call her the goat. She is my the, girl. The greatest, yeah. She's <laughs> the greatest AD in the world, came over from Georgia. And yeah. you want to talk about rescue the program. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I don't care what anybody says, anyone who wants to say anything can get mad at me. Carla has only been here for four or five years. She's already the the, the best AD in, in UVA history. I don't care what anybody says.
0: Love that and I, moving I
1: agree. forward. You know, <laughs> moving forward. Came from the SEC into Georgia and yeah. you know, kind of showed, you know, and, and put a, a a a you know a visual in in front of the university and said, This is what you know I want you guys to be. You know ACC, you know from the SEC to the ACC championship programs, championship football, and that's where she kind of started. And um, all the programs that w- have been doing well for the most part. And he wound, she wound up um, getting Tony Elliott to to come over. Which yeah. Tony Elliott had a, had job offers from Auburn, I think maybe Tennessee, and just some some jobs that you, that, that you would think someone of his caliber. Remember, he comes from Clemson. He was the offensive coordinator there. He was calling plays for two national championship teams. Yeah, incredible resume. You know, yeah. the man has more rings than Liberace. You know, <laughs> I mean, he, you know, he came in. Uh, he's yeah. he's coming here and has kind of set the standard uh, to, to 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 be a little different. He's kind of uh, he's a little looser than Bronco from the from the idea of letting the kids and letting the young men do kind of what's popular so to speak Mm -hmm. and you know the the young men are you know you can see their personality uh somewhat come through a little bit more with this coach and uh you know he's a little bit more traditional he kind of also adheres to more of uh the university of virginia's uh Mm -hmm. traditions and pageantry and that's what a lot of the fans are happy about but he pulled no punches you know at this uh this game you know he called everyone out i mean he called brennan out you know (laughs) i mean you know who is on the You know, quarterback, you know, top quarterbacks watch list, this and that. Nah, he said, Brendan, you need to carry out your fakes, man. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I was like, I was sitting there like,
0: whoa. I said, okay. Yeah, yeah. Coach. (laughs) Right, right, right. You know? I think that helps, though, when you talk about just someone who's trying to come in and bring that same excellence, as you talked about his resume and bring it to Virginia, because with this Coastal, to me, especially this year, it's wide open. There's so many people with new coaches, new regimes, all the things. Do you feel like Virginia is in the top of the conversation, despite, you know, having a new coach and having, you know, the defense that's not the greatest in the world, but they're definitely getting there and improved?
1: They are improved. They were a top or excuse me, a bottom 10. Uh, defense last year, pass defense, which is yeah. unheard of for an ACC team to be that bad uh, in pass defense, especially with the kind of talent they had. Um, do I think they could be uh, in the top of the ACC if the ACC has another week like we just had <laughs> <laughs> this Saturday and Sunday, I'm mean, seeing this Friday, Saturday, Thursday, if our yeah. games look anything like what we just saw, uh, I mean, I, I, I would just say Virginia's going to win it. Just based off the offensive – they're going to win the Coastal anyway. You know, just based off the yeah. of offensive capability alone, you yeah, know, and all those talented receivers and Brennan. So, um, I, I mean, I don't know. Were there
0: any games particular? I, I have a couple in my mind, but I you mean, tell I mean, me. the
1: Boston College game, they lost to Rutgers. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I did not see that coming. The North, Yours, North Carolina, what in the world? It, I, I mean, I, this is a six touchdowns I, I, in the fourth quarter? Yeah, it's right.
0: uh, Run defense, defense, you talk about your pass defense, Carolina's run defense is terrible. It's terrible. You guys have one
1: of our top players, Noah Taylor. I was like, what's going on? Who's
0: actually doing halfway decent, but that doesn't say say a lot because, you know, we have the playmakers. I just feel like we can't do the fundamentals. We're still struggling. Right,
1: right. And then... um. NC State, they should have. Oh man, it, 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 it was a done deal. I just knew ECU, which is a brand that I I cover as well down there. I got some guys on there who cover that, and them, mm-hmm. my guys were hooting and hollering there, said, so we're going to upset, you know, upset NC State. Yeah. Never happened, and I, but they they had them dead to rights as well. Then of course West Virginia and Pittsburgh. I'm just sitting there like, you know, this is your champion, you know, yeah. for the for the entire uh, ACC, and all of a sudden, I mean, I don't know, I don't know, Florida State. You know, they did win uh, against an SEC team mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Wake Forest, of course, beat VMI to death, which, yeah. you know, we kind of expected some of that. But without Sam Hartman, of course, Sam sure. Hartman comes back yeah. uh, this week. Um, and I don't know, man. I, I'm just kind of <laughs> thinking if this ACC is 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 what it looks like this uh, past week. Yeah. Uh, anybody is open for anybody and typically a team that has an explosive offense because none of the defenses look good at all.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: you know, and Virginia Tech losing over to you. I forgot about that one. Right.
0: You forgot about the ultimate <laughs> one. The ultimate yeah. One. Yeah. 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 I would just say that one
1: for last. <laughs> you know, I got to put yeah. that dagger in there. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
0: I'm wondering, though, yeah. if Bronco, one of the reasons why he left was because, you know, one game you got to win Virginia Tech, Virginia. Like, that's one yes. that you have to absolutely. And to see Tony Elliott sort of embrace like the rivalry and what he mm-hmm. knows is an expectation. Like, we don't care if you only win two games, you better win that one. Right. So, how do you? (laughs) You're right. (laughs) There's a lot of games you have to win. So, to me, I'm excited to see if he can actually help improve that defense because offense, not too worried about. And it's just a resounding thing across our conference. Can defense step up in big ways? I will say, though, Clemson's defense looked crazy good. Syracuse's defense looked amazing. But, you know, as someone who's watched a lot of great players in watching Clemson, are we on paid Club Nick watch? Is DJ. On you know he might get that now nah, to get benched. Do you think that's going to happen?
1: I think it could. I'm I'm yeah. not. I I know I, DJ is uh, a physically gifted player. Sure. But there's something that happens. He turns the ball over. He's seems like he's holding the ball uh, longer than he should. You know, he's not like get, I guess getting through his reads or getting through his progressions to get the ball out. And um, you know, I just and then of course losing Tony Elliott. You know, mm-hmm. a, a, a offensive coordinator who I had worked with. Um, you know, for a couple of years, I just don't see him being, uh, you know, as 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 good as Clemson needs to be to to go, you know, far, you know, like they're used sure. to going far now. Like you said, the defense, you know, they were looking really good, you know, yeah. and, and they were yeah. making stops. The defensive backs were all over the field, Uh but I can't, I, I don't, I, I'm not sold on Clemson's uh, entire team, you know, but. Yeah. You know, but we'll see. You
0: yeah. Know. So a lot of people, but a lot of people were saying that Tony Elliott was the reason why Clemson was struggling. A lot of people were blaming mm-hmm. him and his play calling and him being the offensive coordinator. And to see it sort of not change to me it was like a if I was Tony Elliott, I'd be like, Probably do a subtweet or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. you guys thought I, mean, I know he's way more professional than that, but I, yeah. just, I just felt like it was like a confirmed put the
1: emoji eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. <laughs> you know like, uh-huh. exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, and hiring from within. Everyone thought it was going to be you know something different, and Streeter was going to do like way better than Elliot. But for me, it was a good if I was Elliot, but big middle finger to the situation because not That's much right. has changed. <laughs>
1: That's right. That's right. You know, and he's done a lot here since he's come yeah. in you know, first thing he did, one of the very first things he did is he came in and and updated like the nutrition and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, he feels like the players needed uh, an extra boost. You know, he knows what, uh, you know, high end uh, college football players look like. And he didn't see it as much as he needed to see it when he got on the grounds at university of Virginia. So he changed the nutrition plan and he had, and he said, the guys look, you know, a lot better, you know, based off of the nutrition, like, you know, growing up, you know, my grandmother used to say or my coaches even used to say, you can't outrun your fork. You know, if you're eating bad, <laughs> you know, you know, you no matter how much you lift weights, no matter how much you work out. But if you're eating bad, you know, you're not going to improve. So yeah. they're getting the proper nutrients in their bodies and they're and it's showing, you know, yeah. and it's showing. And hopefully, you know, it'll show itself down the road long term. You know, when you see some of these guys walk out of the uh, walk out of the locker room looking like you know, a whole bunch of pro players.
0: Absolutely. And that's a word for somebody, word for myself. But before we get you out of here, Mm -hmm. we obviously have to talk about some basketball because you are Virginia, because you have national championships, you have redeemed seasons that you have got to witness for yourself. Tony Mm -hmm. Bennett, you know, we had this Tony, Tony, you know what I'm saying? All the good things. Mm -hmm. I would say what's going on with Virginia basketball. Should we be a little bit nervous? All things considered about how the season went last year
1: not at all. Okay. Uh, Tony Tony Bennett is getting back pretty much his entire starting squad.
0: Okay.
1: Uh with little general uh Kihei Clark coming at, <laughs> back at point guard, you know, yes. and he is a general, you're going to have Very much so. um, you know, power forwards coming back, uh Jaylen, uh Jaden, mm-hmm. excuse me, Jaden's coming back. You're going to mm-hmm. have uh Reese Beekman, top the top uh, perimeter uh defensive guard in the league. Yeah. Um I mean there there's uh, your, your entire front uh, uh, top five is coming back. Not to mention the addition of three, no, four, four star players uh, on the roster. As far as the the rookies, that you know they're going to be able to contribute when they can. They also got uh, a mm-hmm. uh Bennett vanderplas from uh, Ohio University. He is a uh, a, a savant. Uh, he's a three point shooter, uh, uh, a uh, a power forward, kind of a, a modern day stretch four. Um, you know who could still get you know do some of the dirty work and rebounds. so no i'm thinking you know virginia is, is going to be back with a vengeance i mean they okay you know, they play they, they'll always play it tough but i think that the defensive side is definitely um will we'll be back to similarly to what coach bennett is, is used to seeing
0: Sure. And, you know, for someone like myself who've had got who have Carolina and the heels returning their starters, everyone wants to run it back. And you got Duke who have all these young freshmen who, of course, are the greatest thing since sliced bread. And they're going to be dominant. Virginia, to (laughs) me, is always still the sleeper of the Virginia or the basketball greatness. That is the ACC. But when you look Mm -hmm. at the season ahead, you're confident you're sitting here saying because we all have hot takes on the show. Virginia is going to be the best basketball team in the ACC.
1: Uh, I think so too. I mean, there, I mean, I'm looking, you know, when when I look at the roster and I say, okay, he didn't lose hardly, he didn't lose any uh, players, you know, impact players, you know, all of his top scores are back, you know, all of his, you know, he has, what are we up to four seniors, you know, coming Mm -hmm. back starters. And that's the kind of uh, uh, coaching, you know, that's the kind of players that coach Bennett loves is when he has a lot of tenured players, because it's, you know, people say, Oh, you got to get the offense correct but really he coaches defense like people coach offense like coaches coach offense you know yeah. where you really have to be in the proper places and it's not just uh, a lot of man on man they play that pack line defense it is an in, it is an entire system you know in itself you know you have to be where you're supposed to be at all times you know and it they yeah. make it almost impenetrable impenetrable the way that uh, coach Bennett uh coaches that uh
0: system Absolutely. So before we get out of here, folks who are listening, who are going to be new, like I need to click on follow Locked On Virginia podcast. What can they expect to hear from you each and every day?
1: They will expect to hear anything, you know, Wahoo related to me. I mean, I I will, you know, I'm in the press box. So, you know, I, I know that that's kind of maybe a little bit of an advantage because, you know, I'll be there on the grounds. Um, sometimes I can get into, well, I will be able to get into, uh, you know, it's just Hot interviews like right off the bat. You know, a lot of my post games will be right there, uh, in my seat, right in front of this, uh, right in the uh, press box, right in front of the field. Uh, so I'll Mm -hmm. be able to report those things. Uh, also, I do a tailgate challenge on the grounds Mm -hmm. at UVA as well. Yes, we, um, and you you need to come down for that. You know, I was about to say, we we judge the cuisine, we judge the drinks, Uh we judge the, um, the, decorations and, and and how loud they are and okay. they are you know they're awesome they wait for us it's all right god you know my brand that i work with that that i also have is a seven city shop talk sports uh team so i have a team yeah. for that and then I've, I've merged that with locked on so um it's kind of a a beautiful thing when we all go there and yeah. the tailgates are waiting for us and i give yeah. away at the end of the year i give away when my sponsor will donate typically to television and some other things and i give away a huge trophy at the end oh, of the year, for, okay, yeah, yeah, for the top tailgate. Uh, so yeah, yeah, there they are they were talking I smack. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, it's, it's crazy. They talk smack and <laughs> and everything. You know, I got we got the best tailgate. We were the champions. Yeah, the yeah. Stadium Road uh, is the name of uh, the tailgate love who won that. it last year. They'll like that shout out. But yeah, the Stadium Road who crew won it in a couple years before another big tailgate on the grounds. Uh, that one, it was the Valley who's So yes, yes, and yeah. I,
0: don't, I don't run for my fork. So you already know I'm ready to be judge. <laughs> whatever you need, I'm here for it. I, I'm absolutely excited about that. I'm based in Maryland, so I can. It's nothing but a quick drive, and we'll make sure that come, happens.
1: Do they come to? Do you guys come to us, or you know, for for UNC, right? Uh, or, or, I can't. Oh. I can't
0: recall, but I will look at. I will look it up. I will absolutely look it up. Either way it goes, I'm excited to see some fun things happening for Virginia. I'm excited to see you here a part of our conference team and our crew. And I look forward to having you back because, like you said, basketball season is going to be Virginia. So we got to make sure you come come in and remind everyone what the Cavs are going to do for the season. Can you remind these folks of where they can find you and follow all of your work?
1: They can find me. uh, You can look for Facebook. Look for me on Facebook. Just look for my name, Lawrence Johnson, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. Also you can find me on Twitter at Seven City Shop. You can find me there. You can also find me on uh, Instagram as well. And of course, find me here on Locked On. Uh, You'll check me here. And then, of course, I have the Seven City Shop Talk Sports brand. You can catch me on that as well on Facebook for any live streams or live shows.
0: No doubt. Guys, come back tomorrow, Freestyle Friday with Drizzy Drake. We are going to go over all of the bets, the best bets, the best players to watch for week two of college football for Candace Cooper and Lawrence Johnson. Until next.